Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Astros fans, cheers. Sparky Lucky. Welcome to the Crawford Boxcast. The Houston Astros. Proudly poured for you by Crawford Bach from Carbach Brewing. You're getting down with beer. Oh my goodness. The Crawford Boxcast starts now. Here we go. Here's Chris Gordy and Michael Connor. Yeah, that's right. Another Crawford box cast here on Sports790.com, iHeartRadio app. Michael Connor and Chris Gordy with you. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing's Crawford Bach. Hopefully be drinking a couple of those this weekend, watching the Strohs get some revenge on the Oakland Athletics because we are coming to you on this Thursday with the Astros not having played now in a couple of days because, well, they got the schedule all fixed to play the doubleheader, then they canceled the other game, so they're not back in action until Friday, but we are specifically, we'll look at the A series a little bit, but looking towards the deadline, the trade deadline, because Gordy, it is coming Monday. We talked about it a little bit uh, the other night in the first episode of the week, but the deadline will be here Monday, what, a three central deadline time, I believe, or two central? I think it's three. Um, The club can use some reinforcements. The question is going to be how active will they be? It's been a little bit of a, you know, they've already made some trades for guys you don't know. We're seeing a few deals here and there in baseball already. Uh, The Mariners, Jerry DePoto, what do you know? He loves to make some deals. He shipped off uh, Thickelbach, is what I like to call him, Daniel Vogelbach, to the Blue Jays. And he made another deal with the Blue Jays. He sent Taiwan Walker over there today. So there's some active teams already, but you're seeing... No names of big consequence at this point because it's a weird deadline where teams can be getting a player possibly for a month if it's a free agent after this season. And basically everybody's still in the race unless you've tanked this to this point of the season. So it's it's going to be weird. Yeah, there's a couple of different approaches here. Uh, one, the Astros could stay put and trust their youth movement. The youth movement has been really good so far. The young arms in this bullpen, the, the question becomes, you know, unprovenness in the postseason yes. how much does that play a factor when we get to the postseason and again presumably still no fans in the stands so you know maybe that makes it a little bit easier on these guys but it still will be big moments you know a game five of a ALDS game on the line you you know with a 3-2 lead you need to go get three outs does that scare Noli Paredes does that scare Blake Taylor because they've never been there before at least there's no fans right I mean that could that could help so that's the first line of thinking from James Click. Let's just stick with what we have because we've talked about it before. This farm system is pretty depleted. So the one, it's, the few good pieces you have, like if they're yeah, making they're at the any lower trades, levels. if you're making any trades, you're depleting. You're either further. trading one A guys or you're trading some of these guys that are on the big league level right now. Yeah, like you're flipping Anoli Paredes and Blake Taylor for a proven veteran bullpen arm. Yeah, the only way you could do a deal like that specifically is if you're getting a player that has multiple years of control. Right. They're not going to be in the rental game unless it's so a that, guy that's a just a, you know, a, who they've traded for so far, what, Rayleigh? 
Yeah. That that kind of guy. Well, that's what I was going to bring up is, you know, the the first step is stay put with the youth movement. The next step is rental. And there have been some guys that maybe not, you know, look, there's some guys we can throw out some bullpen names, but are there any rental hitters you would look at? For instance, a name that's surfaced that fans love to keep bringing up because, well, one, he crushes in Minute Maid Park, Hunter Pence. Yeah, he was what DFA the other day. I I don't think that honestly would if you're trading for him, you're not giving up anything other than cash at this point. Like right. if you feel the need, and and that's the un, you know, we talk about all the time with the Astros bats that oh they'll come around, they'll come around. Well, to this point of the season, we're halfway in. They haven't. They really have. They're scoring enough runs a lot of the times, but they're hitting well below 250. Their power is bad. They're not hitting home runs. They're 11th in the American League in home runs this season, which is crazy to think, but they're not hitting for a lot of power. So I think that they have to be looking for some sort of bat, because, and it's... It becomes a question mark of how you supplement even a bat at this point. Like you have to get an if you're going to get somebody, it feels like it has to be an outfielder that can play the outfield or an infielder. Just because, well, we don't know how long Bregman will be out. Yeah. But man, I, I like Abraham Toro. Nothing against the kid. He just he can't play every day. It's just it's where it's the debate on where you're at in the season. The self evaluation of it. They are a winning team that's going to make the postseason, and they're a good team still. Can they win the whole thing? Right now, the biggest Astros fan in the world, right here, me, they can't. I love them to death. Well, let's baseball wait. Let's, can be baseball. Let's wait and see what the what the prognosis is on Verlander. Yeah, let's. <laughs> is let's he see. back by then? Yeah, I mean, James Cook kind of put a downer on that the other day on his weekly appearance. Kind of like, hey, you know, he's he's pitching, but I don't think that there's much hope or expectation that he's going to pitch again this season. You know, I just I love them, and, and again, baseball can get weird, and any team can get hot and go do it. They have such, like you mentioned, such a lack of experience across their pitching staff in general that I just cannot sit here and say that that team's going to get through. What happens when you face the Twins in the postseason? Oh yeah, even a banged up Yankees team when you face them, you're going to have like, to score to keep up with either of those teams, right? So I just think that anybody that's hoping that they're going to go out and get a little crazy in a, in a market that's weird. It's not the smart move for the future of the club, given all these things that they have to do this winter and then the winter after that. And then also keeping in mind, like you mentioned, the, the farm system has to be you know, built back up as much as possible. It's not as terrible as people want to make out because the, the talent is at the lower levels overall or the guys that are here in the pen now. They have to, to keep that in mind to keep the window open long term while also battling this now. And also, the, you know, the... You can't go selling. They're not selling pieces. We know that. That would be stupid. Um, it's it's a tricky spot. I just think that the, there's going to be an overall lack of movement that you would expect for most teams, and specifically this one, other than small deals to help with veteran sta- p- players of veteran status, basically. Well, let me throw out a couple more names. Again, these are just names that we're reading of, of guys who could be on the move. We talked about rentals. We talked about Hunter Pence. What about uh, Cameron Mabin? I mean, he's a guy that's been here. He's a guy that you would trust off of your bench for defense. Obviously, we would that you know he's he hit well last year for the Yankees. I haven't looked at what his numbers are this season for the Tigers, um, but that's that's the kind of guy you're talking about. I'd have no issue with them making that kind of move because it's not going to cost you anything expensive at the deadline to get a guy like that, and they might just need a body like that for the again veteran standpoint of things. Kevin Pillar. Nice bat. Um, doesn't get on base much. 
but a guy that provides a spark that I think would fit well here. I mean, I, I don't I don't hate the name at all. I've got no issue with adding because I'm going under the assumption the rest of the season Michael Brantley has to DH. How good is the quad going to be? Is it going to be good enough to let him be back in the outfield? He hates to DH and he wants to play the field, but for his health and, st- and they also have to get his back going again. He's got a DH. So I think adding an outfielder is very much in the mix. You know that every day, as long as they're healthy, you're going out there. You know, your fingers crossed that George is going to start feeling better and hitting. Reddick's going to play in right, and then Tucker's going to play in left, and you DH uh, Michael Brantley. Uh, this is one option from the guys that climbing Talos Hill threw out there. Todd Frazier, DH. I mean, he, again, not a he Never play healthy. Third, he could play third base. That's. That's the kind of names we continue to talk about. Can yeah. hit the ball over the fence. Um, the Rangers would be smart to sell anybody that they can, so they're going to definitely. That's going to be a player that's going to be mentioned on the market. But is that is that going to make a massive difference for you? No, but the cost is probably super low. One other guy they they threw out a couple options for longer term options. They bring up Whit Merrifield. Now, first off, if they're trading, he's an all star. You're going to have to give up a haul to get him. Right. I could tell you this. Dealing with the Royals is difficult. Yeah. You know what the Royals wanted last year when the Astros were trying to get Homer Bailey from them? Take a guess. I'm sure a lot. They wanted Jose Urquidy. <laughs> and the Astros said no. Wow. Like, I mean, and then that was or it wasn't that wasn't Homer. That was excuse me, that was Maldonado. When yeah. they wanted Maldonado, they wanted they wanted Urquidy for Maldonado. Right. The yeah, Astros yeah. said no. The Astros eventually get or uh, Maldonado from the Cubs, but I think dealing with them, and you're right, Merrifield going to cost you a fortune then his contract status he's got to be coming up here soon like that one plus then you run into the the problem in the future i mean he could play the outfield he's been playing the outfield for them but you know you're going to have to you're basically already saying george springer's probably gone if you're doing that right yeah that's but it is a name that you would be intrigued with because the guy just flat out hits one other guy they bring up and this is intriguing just because maybe it's low risk high reward yasiel puig says the former cuban isn't with a team at the moment at the moment, so Houston could sign him without leveraging their future. Think maybe a guy like that could pair up with Yuli and I'm surprised maybe find he, a little spirit down I'm, there. I'm surprised he didn't sign with anybody. He had to deal with the Braves and what tested positive and that, that fell through. So it didn't have I've been shocked that he's been sitting around doing it, but he's we know what Puig is. He's a guy that can stir some, you yeah. know, problems in the clubhouse. If you really want to mess up the chemistry in your clubhouse, yeah. this might be the one. But and he did bat. He's only 29. He batted 297 last year for the Indians. He so. had no power once he went to Cleveland. Like he had all yeah. his home runs with Cincinnati, then his power just disappeared with Cleveland. But, I mean, again, if they feel that they absolutely have to go get a bat, and they really could use a right-handed bat, too. That's the thing right now. They could. They have a lot of lefties um, in Tucker, obviously, and, and Reddick and Brantley. Um they're missing the punch from the right side. It's been it's been Yuli and it's been uh, Correa because Altuve's been a big fat nothing and Springer's been a big fat nothing. That's to me like with the bats specifically. Don't you think it, it, more than anything they just have to have their guys get back to being themselves? Yeah, as uh, close as they can. Well, then let's talk big name arms, and we'll start with we'll start with the headliners. I don't think the Astros are going to be in on these guys, but Mike Clevenger, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, Clevenger just gets called back up to the big league club. That whole sticky situation. Then you have on top of it, uh, he's said things about the Astros in the past, and I don't think the mix would be right. It would also cost a ton to get him because he has years of control. And then there's also the, do you trust him to always stay healthy because he has trouble doing that? And then in the postseason, he's had some big-time slip-ups against you in the past. But if you could get him for the right cost, given the 
rotation moving forward, you have to look into it. Yeah, I think just the price is going to be too high for a guy like that. I don't think they move him. Yeah. I think they're going to keep him because they're still in contention to make the postseason as well. The um, Trevor Bauer front, the Reds can give him a qualifying offer and recoup draft pick compensation if they keep him. Um, again, he's just a big-name guy. You're, you're going to have great. to give up a lot. Yeah, he's been great for Cincinnati this year. And I don't think it's a huge big name because he is a free agent. He's a rental. I mean, in terms of return that you're giving up there. Trevor Bauer, to me, is on the never for the Astros list. <laughs> From a talent standpoint, it always made sense that they, their name has been flirted around him because of all the, the stuff that they like. But he does nothing but talk about the Astros being cheaters. That's what he does. He's still doing it on Twitter. He what he sent a picture of Correa, sent a picture of his cleats to Correa and said, "Hey, send me an address and I'll send these to you." Yeah. Of Joe Kelly on him, like it's never happening. And, and I honestly, I would not if they if suddenly we got, "Hey, the Astros traded for Trevor Bauer," I'd honestly be pissed because I just don't. <laughs> I think, think a lot of fans would. Yeah. I just don't think it would work here inside the clubhouse. It would it would be a big big issue. Let's talk about. The Astros are in a, a division that's not competitive, like not you know, good. outside the A's. I mean, this is a monster series coming up this weekend. We'll talk about that in a sec. But trading in the division, it's not out of the question. It's just it. A lot of teams look down upon it for some reason. You I don't, don't want to strengthen the team of your division. The Rangers, the Rangers the, have a trade Angels, with the Astros. And the, is like Corporon back yeah, in the day. The Rangers, the Angels, and the Mariners are all seen as potential sellers. Would any of them be opposed to trading? Somebody to the Astros. I do not think... Well, they've traded with the Angels recently, right. uh, multiple times. They would trade with the Angels, absolutely. I think the Mariners would trade with them. I do not think the Rangers would trade with them. Unless it was just something that they could not say no to. Um, and honestly, unless it's Lance Lynn, there's nothing there that I really want for this team. <laughs> and that's that's the thing with all those teams, too. The Mariners aren't trading away a few was, of their young players. I was sad to see. I looked at Chirinos' numbers the other day, and they're not good. Well, he got hurt right before they started again. Yeah, it's yeah. not been good. I mean, he's played a handful of games, but I was just like, man, that like talk about a guy Astros who been really better off. like look at what Maldonado's doing. Yeah. Like a guy who really thrived in the lineup he was in. Yeah, and the minute you take him out, he's not great. No, I mean, and Maldonado's such a better defensive player, but you know that Rangers team, like you mentioned, if you could get together on a deal. I think that the Rangers would be smart if they can get a haul to trade Lance Lynn because he's been he's in the AL Cy Young mix. Um, but they, man, they talk about their pitching fell apart. Have you seen what Mike Miner's done for them this year? He's been yeah. terrible. Um, Kluber's hurt, but I would call yeah, Kluber, about it. I thought if he could have stayed healthy, I thought he could have been he, a nice pickup for them. He's just clearly never staying healthy ever again. Um, Who's the what's the Rangers GM? John Daniels. I can't keep up. He's been there forever. All right, I'm John Daniels. You're James Click. I'm calling you right now. We'll give you Lance Lynn for Brandon Belak and Blake Taylor. Done. Done? Yeah. As much as I love Blake Taylor, I'd have to do that deal because that's a terrible deal for the Rangers. They're getting a reliever and a guy who's... But if they think Belak... Belak's last two starts have been bad. Part of that, he was really, really good. Yeah. I mean, I just have to go look at what his stuff is, and I don't see a guy that's going to succeed at a high level in the rotation long term. And also, his minor league numbers, he was an average starter. Then let me pivot. Who of the who of the rookies who've made their 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 name this year with the Astros, who does who is untouchable in your mind? Paredes, I I, I think would like is to keep, yeah, I think he's big time. Yeah, I think that they would love to keep him. I think he's Blake got big Taylor stuff. is no Blake Taylor. Time. They want to keep. Yeah, they don't want to trade him. They don't. But if that kind of deal, like you're mentioning, there came up where you get another pitcher of Lance Lynn, what he's done in the last two years, like for another year guaranteed, you have to. I just think you're thinking Urquidy's going to be back eventually. Yeah. So one of these guys is expendable. 
like yeah. the, like Belak or I mean Belak's Javier. Yes. Would you, if they said Javier, oh Javier's for, untouchable. Yes, okay. I think they I think that they value him as a part of the rotation moving forward. And I'll be damned, Framber is Framber's untouchable, <laughs> completely untouchable. I mean take a, take out take away his win loss record. He's one of the ten best pitchers in the American League at the start of this season. He has been. It's and it's, it's you can't deny that fact. He's been incredible. It's been a complete turnaround. Is this a one month aberration or is this a, a a preview of what's to come for him? I think that we're seeing enough to think that this is going to end up being he could he's gonna pitch closer to this than being the terrible Framber. When I looked up the numbers the other day, I was surprised because I, I knew he'd been used to get a couple saves here and there in the past in, in um Minnesota. I was surprised Ryan Presley's only got a, a handful of saves to his career. Well, you, uh, you think could, about his career too, because it was so weird. He was he was bad for them. He got sent back down, but then right. got called back. There was never really an opportunity to to save much, to, you know, to be the closer much. But what I'm getting at is, do you have faith in him going into this postseason, knowing he's your ninth inning guy, or is that some you know? Do you look closer on the market? I, I have faith, yes, and I think that you're paying him obviously a type of dollar that says that's what a closer can make. I mean, and he's I can't go out there and say I need to unless I'm getting if I went to, you know, Cleveland and I got Brad Hand or something, or I called somebody that has a guy that's been an established closer, like that's the only place that I could could say, Hey, we gotta knock you out of your spot. Like he's been here, he's done that. I know that he's had his struggles getting into the season, but he's starting to show that he's turning it in the right direction he's had some health issues over the last year but when he's right he's that damn good like he, he can pitch at the back end of the game for the reason for that reason I would love to have him in a perfect world of course you want him to be your you guy comes in and puts out fires like we've seen them do with him in the past where you use him at any point in a postseason game he's just been so shaky at times this year I know and that was he, I think he's still hurt or yeah. at least coming back from that knee stuff I, I really do think he's just not completely right that's my question. What about the young, let's just say hitters that are with the big league club right now? Who is who would you be willing to trade? Taylor Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jones, Abraham Toro. <sighs> Tor- it, Toro. In the right package. Toro, I could move. I still like his... I know that it doesn't look good. I like his versatility and his value to the team, like what he can do. Um, because I think that we've had enough of a Ledmus Diaz here to know that you can't count on him as yeah. your utility guy. What did Brian Brian uh, McTaggart tweet the other day? He's missed more games now with injury than he's actually played in as an Astro. Yeah. I mean, it's Ugh. it's just the unfortunate fact he's not going to be available. It's, that was it's such a promising you. signing, too, because you just thought... Because it was a guy who looked really good, was it uh, St. Louis? When he came over, yeah, and he, he was All Stars like, first year. You just felt like, man, that's a good piece of a guy who's not going to play every day. But yeah. man, you could move him around. Yeah, you know, he plays literally anywhere on the infield. You know, they, they've introduced the left field a little bit, but yeah, it's just he's not av- when you're not available, you can't be counted on. So I, I think it goes without saying, my MVP for this year, Kyle Tucker, absolutely untouchable. He has yeah. gone from a piece that his name's constantly come up in trade conversations to he is an absolute 
cornerstone of this team but moving forward. You and see what you finally happens in. when you get a guy consistent at bats. That's yeah. why writing the book on him was so stupid from so many people early on. The guy came up and got less than 80 at bats in two stretches of seasons where the, the at bats weren't consistent. Like and It was, takes time. I, I can disclose this now because AJ's no longer the manager, but there was some there was some some not bad blood there, but there was like from what I heard was Tucker was not running out plays at AAA at times because he was just so, he I don't want to say he got big headed, but it was a point like I'm supposed to be in the big leagues right now. What am I doing down here? Yeah, and think, AJ yeah. got wind of that, and AJ didn't like that, and and um, didn't take it out on him. But I think I, that also contributed to him not playing. A, he should have played more last year. Put it that way. And they were, all, I mean, from AJ's standpoint too, it's a, it's a difficult spot to go in. And, they did have a lot of injuries last year, but they really didn't have a lot of injuries in the outfield other than George. Like, right. It was a tough spot to insert somebody when you're a team that's in the process of winning 107 games. Yeah, like it was never going to be easy for him to. He wasn't Jordan. Like the Astros had an immediate spot for him to play every day. They've never had the immediate spot for Tucker to play every day, and now they do. And I think, like you mentioned, maybe Dusty coming in and having fresh set eyes, not knowing anything about yeah. it, has probably been a big benefit to give him the run that he needs. Then he's been benefiting I mean, he's, he was getting inconsistent at bats early but now with the injuries that have happened he's taking advantage of it and he's showing you that there's a reason why scouts are high on him and the vibe i get from a tucker is that he's a guy who needs to be playing the field and hitting yes. every day as opposed to like well, i don't he's think he could do speed. a stint as a dh yeah because i feel like i would some guys just need like they need that they need to play the field Brantley. and then they hit when you yeah if you're not in the field and you're dh'ing Look at Brantley right now. It's just it's not clicking. That's why for when I mean when you had Jordan, God, it still sucks that you got him for two games. How and much gone. did that? I mean, like, but at least there's something the, we know. The little sample we saw of him was phenomenal. Like, oh, here he comes. God, I mean, the crushes that home run. I mean, yeah, he did. It was it, it, it just it felt so good. But you know, there like like you said, there's some guys that are built for it and some guys that aren't. You know, maybe maybe if Brantley can play the field at some point, you you have a thought of. Using Yuli as a DA, but then you give up Yuli's defense. Like I need Yuli at first base every day if I can. Yeah. They're, they're in a weird spot, man. So Taylor Jones, you'd be open to trade. I think some teams would be interested in him. I would like to not trade him though. Toro, you don't want to trade. I could, I could trade Toro. I don't want to trade Mayfield. On. Yeah, he's tradable. He's not much. I mean, no offense, Garrett Stubbs, tradable. Okay. They don't have a lot of now. They don't have a lot of catcher depth in the organization, so yeah. trading him would be a dangerous I, move. Are you surprised Garneau hasn't played? Yeah, like I, I feel like. They play Maldonado a lot. I get. I mean, Maldonado was always going to get the majority of the games, but he's. Didn't feel like AJ was on that like every three days we give the I th- starter. I think a- it's a combo though of Dusty's having a little bit of that old school, but also think about all the young guys they have. I mean, Garno's not established as a as a lengthy big league catcher. He's. Bare- I mean, he hasn't played a, a lot in the big leagues. It was weird playing the Angels too and seeing their their catchers. Dude, I was talking about Jason Castro and Max Stassi. Max Stassi, Jason Castro. Then over here you have Garno and Maldonado. Yeah. And just, you know, what would have been perfect is if, is if uh, Brad Osmus was still the manager of the, <laughs> of the Angels. It was like catcher. It's like catcher swap. Um, I think Maldonado though. It's it's the having all the young guys. Like you're asking him to probably do a little bit more than typical. Like. He's the guy that can get these guys through starts and can keep them. He he's just you trust him back there. Okay, so let's go on the record. Do the Astros make a trade on Monday? I think so. I just think it will be yes something. Yes or no? Yeah, no. Yes. Okay. Yes, they'll make a trade. I just think that it will be something of small consequence. It'll be a veteran type of arm to add to the bullpen. That's not a big name. I I'll put my name on the record right now. I don't think any big name in baseball gets moved <laughs> at all. I don't think there's a big a big fish yeah, out there. Because I traded. mean, Tywin Walker isn't. 
He's it been was, okay. Like a it four wasn't ERA. like a big splash. And what was the one the Red Sox did? Brandon Workman. Yeah, I mean, it there's didn't like grab headlines. So. No, there's nothing out there. I mean, the the names I've seen a people a couple people floated around with what went on in the offseason with Nolan Arenado with the Rockies. Like maybe they try to ship him out during. But I don't think that there's any benefit for teams to trade all of your or any of your big stars right now. Also, there's the other part of it. You know you're only allowed to trade from your 60-man pool, technically. Right. You can trade for players to be named later, That the which is what these teams are going to do. They're going to agree on players that Astros are... have already done that. Yeah, they're... they're they they they're got saying, a lot of players to give up down the road. Yeah, they're saying, hey, when the, se- when the season ends and I can technically trade you this player, I'll trade you this prospect in that deal. So if a big guy does get moved, it might be like, say Nolan Arenado gets moved to somebody, and it's he gets traded to whoever for four players to be named later it's like well that's weird but it'll end up being big prospects i'm gonna lean with you like i'll say yes no the astros do not make any trade of consequence like you know brooks Raley. i don't think anybody would like if they had done that on monday we wouldn't call that a big deal i think they do do one or two of those smaller ones but nothing that grabs headline i think they i think click is still trying to get a grasp on this whole organization i like I think he believes in these young guys and what we've seen. I think he's going to roll with them. And you just can't mortgage more of your future again with what's to come, right? I mean, they have, they have the. I mean, we know the big decision they unless, have to make this unless season. it's a guy That's from controlled. multiple. Yeah, if it was a Garrett Cole trade again, or if even a Zach, <laughs> even a Zach Greinke trade again, and an established. How crazy great- are those trades still in hindsight? Like, I mean, the Verlander trade, the Cole trade. The Grinky trade. The Grinky trade. Like, I mean, and the Grinky trade still has guys in it that have a chance to be really good big league players. But so far, you gave up nothing for any of those guys. How's Joe Musgrove doing in Pittsburgh? Eh, he's probably going to get moved, and he's been kind of get him back. Eh. I mean, he's he's an arm <laughs> that's going to be Jones? available. Taylor Jones for Joe Musgrove. See that one? I would say no. Really? I, I think because well, I mean, you have to plan too. Is Yuli back next season? He's a free agent. You yeah. want to keep him. I think you need to keep him. How much does the Osuna thing? I mean, like, knowing you're probably going to be without him next year. Yeah, you're... you're I mean, like, do you consider a, a closer that could carry only if next it next year? Yeah, only if it has much control. Yeah. I can't go trading for a closer that's, you know, one or two years. And there's such a limited market. The closer's the most overvalued thing in baseball. Like, if Ozuna had stayed healthy this year and pitched... He was going to be priced out of the Astros even being able to keep... They were going to have to trade him in the offseason. They weren't going to be able to keep him. He's making $10 million bucks this year. So next year, if he pitched this season and pitched like he typically does, he's getting a bump to at least $14 million. They were going to have to move him. Hmm. Closer's a tough one. you got to find that at some point within. Maybe maybe down, down the road it's an only Paredes. I think our buddy Will Harris has been pitching a little bit better as of late. Is he finally back from yeah, injury? He's back. Well... Good for him up there with the team that beat us last year in the World Series down here in Houston. That sucked. Still sucked. He's pitched uh, five innings in the month of August, a 360 ERA. That's about that's about Will Harris where he was yeah. early on. Yeah. Um, they're going, but they'll they'll do something. Overall, do you think there's any big moves in in the league? I, like the ones we mentioned, I think a I think a Bauer or a Clevenger gets moved. Like, and that's that's kind of big. Yeah, Bauer would be big. Yeah, he's got. A, I mean, he's an NL Cy Young candidate. This but year. I don't think we have any of these other ones where, like, you know, monster hitters are getting moved or anything like that. No. Do they trade for a bat at all? Astros. Yeah. <sighs> like I said, I, I like. I wouldn't be surprised if they do, because to get, um, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up a guy who's just out there, free agent. 
I don't know if they I I would love to see them bring Hunter Pence back just to see him in an Astros uniform again yeah, would be cool. I, th- but. I think the issue with him again gets to can he play the outfield? Yeah, I mean he's, he's a played, DH he's, only. He's played this outfield before. Yeah, you'd have to play him it's in left field. I, I just and I would have no issue with it just from the the veteran you know presence that he brings, but. And he bats career 300 in this ballpark. He only had two home runs this year. Take that into consideration. One of them was at Minute Maid Park. You know, this is the kind of year where you do those kind of things. What are the Giants sell? I mean, are they absolute sellers? Well, he's designated for a sign. He's done. I had to go look at the exact date, but he's got, by the end of, or by the deadline, if he doesn't get moved, he'll get released. Because they had the the 10 days after, and I think it'll be. scoop him up. You very well could, or they did release him. Look, we're talking about oh, he's he's officially on the market, so you can go ahead and release, you can go ahead and sign him right. if you want. Get him off phone right now. Uh, give him a call. Is he did still, tweet me back the other day. He still have that uh, like he had like a he's got a coffee gaming shop here. coffee shop yeah. here. Yeah, he lives here. He's got the Hunter Pence Baseball Academy too. As a side note, I went to the other night. We were down in the. He lives right down the street from me, by the way. Does he? Well, and watch you go knock on his door. I don't know if he's there right now, but I know that he he <laughs> has a place in a building not too far, like five minutes from us. Leave a note on his door, Hunter. We need to talk. Call me, Michael. Give me a shout. Uh, the other night we went to a uh, winery down yeah. in Santa Fe. Okay. Owned by Case Keenum. Really? Yeah. Man, I nice. didn't know Case was in the wine game. They had a live entertainment outside. Like, it was outdoors in the back, and they had a guy playing guitar performing. Was, was it like, Case? No, it was not. Case, oh, okay. Case is very much in Cleveland right now. That's right. Yeah, he's in Cleveland. I forgot he went about from that. Houston to Minnesota to Washington to Cleveland. But you forget Denver in there. Some, yeah, that was in there, too. That was after, that was after Minnesota. <laughs> I can't keep Whatever. up. He's probably had a few Crawford box. Keeps getting paid. Yeah, he absolutely has had some Crawford box. Who hasn't had a few? All right, let's look at the uh, before we get out of here real quick. The series against the A's this weekend. Yeah, uh, it's it's tough because it's the A's. They're really good. Um, you, you on the mound, you're going to have McCullers. You're going to have Fromber. You're going to have Grinky this weekend. You still feel like you can win these ball games with those guys pitching. But they got three really good pitchers on their side. Montas. I looked really at good. Montas. His last Although, two have been yeah, bad. I was going to say his last two have been bad. His ERA went now. But, Career, he what's great. he done? What's his historic ERA against Houston? It's like around three, but yeah, over the last bad. two years, it's it's like in the ones. And he was shut seven shutout against them earlier this season. They just for some reason can't touch him. I think it's the splitter with him that really gives the Astros hitters a long a hard time because it comes out of the hand, obviously looking like a fastball, and then they just struggle with it. That one's tough to sit here and say, hey, you should get a win. You know, I need to see the most important thing. I, I would. We want to watch them take at least two of three against Oakland, right? I mean, yes. that's what we want. Yes. I think, you know, I'm hoping for one. I, I More than anything, I need to see McCullers bounce back to that start he had against the Giants, something similar to that. Against a really good team, shutting down a really good lineup, finding the curveball, having the changeup, bottom out, being an electric pitch, and then also being able to spot the fastball. Like, he has been better at home. He His career numbers at home versus the road are just... I mean, his career numbers on the road aren't bad overall, but like at Minute Maid Park in his career, he's got a year race of two and a half. And he's been great there this year, so that's Le- positive. Lazardo is actually on my fantasy team this year, and outside of one bad start against the Giants, he's been really good. Uh, and then Sean Manaya. A couple of, you know, he gave four runs against the Angels and four he does runs well against, against the, the Rangers. Astros, but he, and yeah, again, another one who pitches well against Houston. So, yeah, it's you're going to have your work cut out for you, but it starts with the good pitching. But again, when I go back to Michael, what's been the big trend this season against the good teams? Against San Diego, you couldn't score. Yeah. Against Oakland, you couldn't score. Against the Dodgers, you couldn't score. 
you got to score runs. I, I don't care what the, your starting pitching does. If you can't score runs, you're not going to beat Oakland. Yeah, and they've had too many instances, like you've mentioned, where that's been the case. They've just – offense has not been good enough. It's – you know, you really need – Altuve had his look like he's getting out of it and kind of came back down to where he's been since they've come home. Uh, what do you have, a hit? Just one hit, I think, in the two games the other day. They need Couple him. Of walks. Yeah, they need him to be Altuve at some point, like for a good period of games instead of, you know, for a four-game stretch – um, your your emphasis is on Yuli. Your emphasis is on Kyle Tucker continuing to do what he does. I need Michael Brantley to get his bat going as well because uh, he's dipping down into the two sixties now in terms of his batting average and you know how much how difficult it is to get back when you're just sitting out not playing in games. It's going to take a minute for him. And you know Correa's had a good overall looking number in terms of the se- you know for the season in terms of the numbers. He's been driving in a lot more runs as of late. But he's not been getting as many hits, and he's hitting for no power. Uh, he only has six of his hits this season for extra bases. He's it, been a singles hitter. It also feels like he's come up a lot with bases loaded yeah. or runner at third, and he strikes out. It's like, ugh, come on, Carlos. Yeah, I need him more aggressive early in counts in those situations. He's yeah. been a little passive. He and Altuve both have had too many at-bats where, like you mentioned, runners in scoring position or something. They look at strike three. And it's like, you got to get the bat off your shoulder. Yeah, I think that's Altuve guessing a lot. Yeah. But, but Correa, absolutely. I mean, he's a guy who can he can, he can can put together a long at bat and, and, and fall balls off. It is crazy, though, just looking at the, the, the games this year, the two games against the Dodgers, this is what you scored. Two runs, two runs. The series against Oakland, two runs, one run, two runs. And then this last weekend against San Diego, three runs, two runs, three runs. And... and- that's not good. The the saving grace to this is that most of your games this rest of the season are against teams with losing records. Right. How about this? And what have you been doing against those teams? Been, Seven, eight runs. Yeah. You know, big, big offensive outputs. One other one other thing to note to watch how this team does moving forward. How about this? After Brian McTaggart tweeted this earlier today, um, after the series against the Rangers, they have six home games left. Yeah. That's it. No, it's they're on the road in September. It's it's nuts. After, they're five and nine on the road, they're yeah, twelve and five at Minute Maid Park. After this homestand, you have one more homestand left on the year. With six games. And that's yeah. against what? The Rangers and Diamondbacks. Okay. So I mean, they're gonna have to start playing better ball on the road too, even if it's without crowds. They've not played as well on the road as they have at home. Even like even if they do well this weekend against Oakland, let's say they do take the two out of three. A week from now. They're going to go to the Angels. The, they're going to play the Rangers, and they're going to play the, at the Angels. But four games in Oakland and two against the Dodgers. God, if you go one and five in that stretch, I mean that that could do you in. So the, the good news is that the division continues to stink, and yeah. you know I think that they're destined to be second place in this division, which gets you in the postseason. Right. I just you're still within grasp of the winning the division. And this week, yeah. like we said, you take two out of three this weekend, you're right back in it. Yeah, I mean, against Oakland the rest of the season, what is it, seven games left against Oakland overall? But unlike Bill O'Brien... you go five and two, I mean, I'm trying to get greedy here. If you go five and two, then we're talking about something. Unlike Bill O'Brien, we don't we don't hang AL West banners. We don't, we don't celebrate I those. I do want four in a row, though. <laughs> I would like to have four in a row. It would be nice. It would be nice. For all that crap the Rangers fans talked for so many years. Yeah. Yeah, they did what they won two in a row. Oh my God, you won two in a row. Congrats. They've won three in a row here. I would be cool with making it four. And lost in the World Series. Well, that's. You should have should have used some trash cans, bro. You should have. And we'll just keep doing that here. All I know is that the Astros are back playing again on Friday. And, and uh, I will be running to specs tonight to load up on some uh, Crawford Bach. I did that ahead of the hurricane that we did not get. 
So well, there you go. I've got mine in the fridge. We'll be drinking them, watching Astros baseball, the Crawford Boxcast, though, of course, twice a week here on Sports790.com, the iHeartRadio app, as always. Uh, we'll do one of these again probably after the deadline, if there's some significant you know, news to talk after about. After the Astros trade for Mike Clevenger. And Mike Trout. Just saying it. <laughs> How about him? He was kind of a dud in this series. You go look at his career numbers in Minute Maid Park. They're not good. He's like his worst ballpark he plays in. Yeah. He's like a 250 hitter a lifetime in Minute Maid. In your head, bro. In your head, Mr. Best Player in Baseball. But we'll be back next week. A couple more episodes for you. Hopefully, a lot of Astros wins to talk about. Thank you, as always, to Carbach Brewing and the Crawford Bach right here on Sports790.com and the iHeartRadio app. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.